Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even the biggest movie stars in the world have thought their next big move might have been their last. But as this list will go on to prove, oh how wrong they were. I'm Gareth from WhatCulture.com and here are 10 hit movies actors thought would kill their careers. Number 10, Dustin Hoffman, Rain Man. Such was Dustin Hoffman's self-doubt during the filming of Rain Man, he began calling it two schmucks in a car. How charming. Understandably, whilst playing an autistic man, Hoffman was nervous about potentially misrepresenting or offending the autistic community. All through the making of the Best Picture winner, he made his feelings known to director Barry Levinson, telling him early on, this is the worst week of my life. Oh boy, we can all relate. Hoffman even began listing other actors who would be able to play the role of Raymond Babbitt better than him. Believing this would end his impressive career, it is no surprise he wanted to preserve his name and constantly attempted to exit the project throughout production. The irony, of course, is that not only did Rain Man become the highest-grossing film of 1988, it also became one of the most acclaimed performances of Hoffman's career, earning him an Academy Award and a Golden Globe for his work. Not bad at all. Number 9. Carrie Fisher, Star Wars A Tunisian sandstorm, faulty props, and a production going massively over budget. These were just a few of the problems during the production of Star Wars, the space epic that would become become a global phenomenon. 19-year-old Carrie Fisher, thrust into the limelight in her first leading role as Princess Leia, was particularly terrified throughout this turbulent production, and constantly questioning if she had made the right decision to drop out of her London drama school to pursue Star Wars. Her brother, Todd Fisher, noted she was very concerned this could be the end of her career. Even at the film's premiere in December 1977, her brother recalls she was in a terrified state, chain-smoking and even refusing to go into the cinema at one point. Fisher, of course, became synonymous with Princess Leia from the opening of Star Wars to this very, very day. Despite her tragic death in 2016, she'll always be our princess. Number 8. Burt Reynolds' Boogie Nights If there is ever an example of an actor regretting being in a hit film, oh boy, is it Burt Reynolds. After he wrapped his final scene for Boogie Nights, Paul Thomas Anderson's exploration of the porn industry, he fired his manager, his agent, and anyone associated with his career and refused to do press for the film. In 1996, as Paul Thomas Anderson was casting for his second film, Boogie Nights, he reached out to Reynolds, whom he thought could convincingly play the CD porn filmmaker Jack Horner. Immediately after Reynolds signed on, he clashed with the young director, and on one particular occasion, the two nearly came to blows. According to film critic David Anson, Reynolds thought he was in a dirty movie and wanted out, and was not happy. With that in mind, Reynolds sought to distance himself from what he considered 
considered a film that would act as the final nail in the coffin of his career. While the movie may not have set the box office on fire, it was lauded by the critics and Reynolds' performance in particular was singled out as a return to form. Whilst he won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor, his co-star Mark Wahlberg noted he would have won the Oscar had he not dug such a hole for himself. Number 7. Robert Carlyle – The Full Monty Fresh from the universally adored train spotting, Robert Carlyle decided to not be typecast as Begbie-type psychopaths for the rest of his life, and for his next role tried his hand as the lead of a light-hearted British comedy. The film was The Full Monty, and while this comedy should have provided as many laughs filming it as an audience had watching it, Carlyle noted it was a tough shoot. It was so horrible that when Fox Searchlight saw the first cut, they said straight to video. Carlyle not only thought this film would be shunned by cinemas, but also feared it would put a dampener on his new found fame from Trainspotting. However, after the full Monty producer, Uberto Pasolini, begged the studio to give them another chance, they managed to re-edit the car crash into what would become the summer box office smash of the year on both sides of the Atlantic. Not only this, but the small English film went on to beat the seemingly unsinkable Titanic at the BAFTAs for Best Picture, and Carlisle himself won Best Actor over favourite Kevin Spacey. Number 6. Arnold Schwarzenegger The Terminator In late 1983, Arnold Schwarzenegger was practising sword choreography for his upcoming film Conan the Destroyer, when his bodybuilder friend Rick Wayne noticed some shoes in the corner of his trailer and asked what they were for. Oh, some shh movie I'm doing in a couple of weeks, came the Austrian's disinterested response. The film, of course, was The Terminator. In the up-and-coming actor-slash-bodybuilder's defense, he had every reason to be skeptical of this project under the eye of James Cameron. After all, he had only directed one feature film to date, the American-Dutch-Italian horror film Piranha 2 The Spawning, a film so bad the director has since disowned it. Even Schwarzenegger's agents were advising him against accepting the role of a cyborg assassin as he recalled, conventional wisdom in Hollywood is that playing a villain is career suicide. However, he enjoyed the idea of having a cooler outfit than Conan's loincloth, and the prospect of $750,000 for six-week shooting in Los Angeles was too good to turn down. Ultimately, The Terminator became one of the highest-grossing films of 1984, and audiences and critics agreed the role itself was a perfect fit for Schwarzenegger's one-note delivery and imposing build. It was a role he would later revisit many times over nearly four decades, for better or worse. Number 5. Alec Baldwin Beetlejuice Despite his faith in Tim Burton's visionary direction, Alec Baldwin confessed that he did have major doubts whether he would ever be hired again after Beetlejuice was released in all its gothic comic weirdness. When we did Beetlejuice, I had no idea what it was about, Baldwin noted. I thought all of our careers are going to end with the release of this film. While Baldwin got his start in TV subs during the early 1980s, Beetlejuice, under the watch of the hot and upcoming Burton, was the opportunity to break into the film industry that he was looking for. However, Baldwin had reservations about his performance and wanted to add some extra eccentricities. When he approached Burton with a new pitch for his character, the gothic director took one look at Baldwin and gave him the only piece of direction he received throughout the movie. No, don't do that. 
Luckily, he put his faith in Burton, and as a result, Beetlejuice's legacy still looms large over 30 years later. Number 4. Betsy Palmer, Friday the 13th Betsy Palmer only accepted her memorable role as Jason's mother in Friday the 13th because she wanted a new car. In 1979, after her Mercedes packed it in, she needed some cash for another one, but her savings were scarce after her TV and film career had dried up in the early 70s. However, this all changed when she received a phone call from her agent with a guarantee of $1,000 a day for 10 days shooting. Exactly the amount she needed for her desired Volkswagen Scirocco. The only problem was the script itself. Realizing it was a campy horror film, Palmer recalls her initial reaction was one a piece of shh. No one is ever going to see this. More concerned about the money than her career prospects, she agreed to film the low-budget film knowing it could well have been the last thing she ever filmed. Unexpectedly, Friday the 13th became the sleeper hit of the century though, making 100 times more than its measly budget and spawning an entire franchise centered on the original's mythology. Betsy Palmer's performance has since been immortalized, and she even returned to the franchise for its sequel. All that and a car? <laughs> what a life. Number 3. Jeff Daniels' Dumb and Dumber Jeff Daniels is one of only a few actors who has successfully dipped his toe in highbrow Oscar drama, but also managed to get a laugh with some good old-fashioned toilet humor. However, that famous toilet scene in Dumb and Dumber would never have happened if Daniels' agents had anything to do with it. I had three agents on the phone the night before I was going to fly out and do Dumb and Dumber, Daniels recalls. Two of which were saying, we're not gonna let you do this, you're on the serious important actor trail, this will completely disrupt your career. Having started off as a sincere character actor in the Oscar-nominated Terms of Endearment and Woody Allen's 1987 film Radio Days, it was no wonder Daniel's agents were apprehensive to see him share the screen with the 90s king of slapstick Jim Carrey. The opportunity to stand next to Carrey and, in Daniel's own words, shake it up, was too good an opportunity to miss, though, despite the warning signs that this could very well be the end of his career. Needless to say, Daniel's had the last laugh as Dumb and Dumber became the seventh highest-grossing film of the year and one of his most notable features. Number 2. Christian Bale, American Psycho Christian Bale was the last person Lionsgate wanted to play Patrick Bateman. Bale was, in their eyes, an unknown compared to the likes of Johnny Depp, Edward Norton, and Leonardo DiCaprio. However, these big names were reluctant to attach themselves to the project due to the controversial nature of the Brett Easton Ellis novel, meaning director Mary Harron was left with her original choice of Bale. Harron remembers, when they offered him the part, he said he had all these messages on his answering machine telling him this was career suicide. And that just made him more excited. That's sort of how I reacted too. Bale has never picked easy roles, let's face it. And this early part in American Psycho was no exception. Not deterred by the risk of ending his career, Bale trained for three hours a day, six days a week to get into peak physical shape for the narcissistic Bateman and delivered a mesmerizing performance. Earning a modest $34 million at the box office, American Psycho Psycho has become a cult hit over the years with its satirical takedown of Wall Street, and it gave a platform for Bale to demonstrate his status as one of the greatest actors working today. Number 1. Kira Knightley, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl In 2002, on the set of Christmas romantic comedy Love Actually, director Richard Curtis asked Kira Knightley if she had any other projects lined up. Some pirate thing, she answered, probably a disaster. The Knightley had wrapped on Love Actually, she headed to Dominica to start work on this next project. Titled Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, this pre-production doubt bled into the actual filming process. And Knightley recalls being on set and wondering, okay, what
What is this? Is this any good? Not the best of starts. Elsewhere, the higher-ups at Disney were not happy with Johnny Depp's portrayal of Captain Jack Sparrow either. With the studio bearing down on its main star, the script itself being based on a Disneyland ride, and the lack of recent financial success within the pirate genre, it was no wonder that journalists were predicting its failure. All this did absolutely nothing for Knightley's confidence in the film and her future career. So, when Pirates of the Caribbean opened in July 2003, it came as a surprise to everyone when it grossed over $650 million. Knightley then reprised her role of Elizabeth Swan several times, but also managed to find success outside of the hit franchise with two Oscar nominations to her name. So it all worked out for the best. Now, where's Ram? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com covered.